Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, as soon as you texted me, as soon as you texted me that you do in fact have a concussion, I came up with today's episode title. Oh, good. Are you going to share? Yeah, it's concussion confirmed. Oh, yes, because that's... <laughs> I like some alliteration, you know? And that's, like, super alliteration, because the first three letters... Wait, it is, like, yeah. Three, yeah, three letters. Yeah. Um, we technically have only one tweet that we're talking about today, but it is a li- it's a list of things that I think is going to lead into a lot of tangential discussion. But I just want to... See how see how your day was first, I guess. Well, and that's why I sent it to you, like, because I was like, oh, there's so many thoughts that bring there's, down from this. I'm excited to talk about this. There's yeah, a lot yeah, to unpack, but yeah. Um, aside from aside from your fun little adventure, um, finding out that you did indeed um, jostle your brain around. <laughs> that was your day. Yeah. She she said I bruised my brain, and she's reasonably confident I don't have a brain. Wow, brain bleed. Okay, well that's good. If I did, I'd probably be you know something bad would have happened by now, like passing out or throwing up or you know that sort of stuff. At least so, we have that there's, question mark. There's, there's that. I'm not supposed to look at screens at all, so yeah, that's gonna work. Yeah, that'll happen. Anyway, yeah, whatever. Um, so I just basically continue on and pretend my head doesn't, like, feel like it's trying to kill me at all times. Love it. But (laughs) it's also why I have trouble, like, she's like, yeah, you have some cognitive impairments. I'm like, shut up. But, (laughs) (laughs) so if I seem a little off, that's the reason. Um, oh, this was the thing I was going to mention. So. Because this is related to a previous topic. Love it. The putting of the measuring lid in the washing machine. Yes. Um, Because I've been doing that ever since. You know, Mm -hmm. measure out my detergent, pour it in there, just drop the cup in. Um, Which has been mostly fine. My most recent cup has gotten a bit warped. Whatever. Perfectly fine. Um, But I was just downstairs... Like, putting one load of laundry into the dryer, putting a new load into the washer, and realized I couldn't find the cup anywhere. And I never, I still haven't found it. It's got to be somewhere. It didn't stop existing. But the thing is, I didn't have it to measure. So I just picked up the whole thing and went straight into the dispenser. 
And I basically just held the button down for as long as it felt right. Okay. So, might be having a phone party at my place tonight. Not really. <laughs> and I'm not even there. God damn it. <laughs> I was, like, frantically, like, tearing through all the laundry in the dryer and looking through the washing machine. Mm. Nope. I don't yeah. know where it is. The problem is it's clear, too. Like, that doesn't help. See, like, it's blue. Yeah. It's it's a clear lid, and there's such poor lighting in my basement. Ain't that just the way? And it's, of course, dark out, so... Yeah. Um, unrelated to anything, in an absolutely shocking turn of events, I am once again becoming worse. What is now? Okay, so it's still Ghost. Um, okay. But I'm starting to get really, really into, like, the lore and um okay. did you know that there is um fan fiction for the characters that are played by the members of the band ghost i did not but not remotely surprised because there is <laughs> so um it was nice knowing you okay <laughs> went to a, a different uh direction there then the way I can feel this hyperfixation digging its claws into my brain. Unreal. It's like a tree when its roots grow through the soil yes. gradually. <laughs> um, yeah, so if y'all thought I was bad before. Good luck to everyone who knows me is basically the point of this, the point of me bringing this it up. Miss Nixie, come console me. <laughs> Hello, Nixie. But I have to deal with- oh! Your new obsession with this type of fanfiction. That was a very short consolation. Yeah, she- actually, you know, that- I'm taking that as Nix is on my side. And she's like, let your friends enjoy things and don't make fun of them. <laughs> Not that I think you would actually make fun of me, but- No, I was just building upon your own joke. Of course. But yeah, no, um, I'm sorry to everybody who knows me, and, um... Just another unrelated thing, I will be linking this video because I discovered it recently and it is my everything. Um, the lead singer of Ghost, most of his characters, because he's supposed to be this, like, demonic anti-pope type shit, like, all of his characters... Most of them have the have like Papa as part of their name, so there's like the various Papa Emeritus characters. Shout out to the brave soldier who went to a ghost ritual with a sign that said Papa pop this pussy. Oh god. <laughs> and like you can see him. Like someone was taking a video, you can see him see the sign and just be like just sort of awkwardly stand there like not knowing how to process this. Reminds me that I, I saved you a meme. <gasps> you saved me a meme? I'm honored. But again, the problem is I always save them and I just never remember to send them, but that sign reminded me of one. Like at a concert or just something tangentially related? No, that that sign you were mentioning reminded me of a meme that is not a sign. Oh, okay, yeah, no. Anyway, whatever. We can move on, but um, just, yeah. I'm becoming worse. That video... Um, is my everything, as is the video of him awkwardly catching a bra that somebody threw at him and then just, like, sort of, like, standing up with the mic and going, thank you. 
Well, I mean, what else are you going to do with it? Yeah, I don't know. Although, honestly, catch the next time I go to a Struts concert, catch me throwing a bra. <laughs> oh, wait, I found the meme that I meant to send you, and mm, I'm going to go ahead and send it, because I want to see your reaction. Okay. Is it going to be my call as to whether or not this is shown publicly? I don't know that it should be. No, I'm fine, I'm fine. I will pull it together. <laughs> Holy shit. I am surprised that popped up on- I'm just surprised that that's something that popped up on your feed. Because you don't strike me as the kind of person whose algorithm would select so vulgar a meme. So, um, explicit a meme. Yeah. As soon as I saw God that phrase, oh, Bridget's gonna love that. What does that say about me as a person? <laughs> <laughs> and other people watching this are like, but what is it? But what is it? Um, get us to a hundred subscribers on YouTube, and I will show you. Yeah, we'll show you all the terrible memes <laughs> that we share during the pod, but never share out loud because they're too much. Yep, there we go. That's a fun little incentive for people. Um. God damn, okay. Refocusing after that. I did, um, do, I, like, completely changing topics, but I, I got my sorry you have a concussion treat after oh, going to the doctor. Yes, what is that? I got one of those pretzel dogs from my favorite bakery, which Hell yeah. I don't know what they put in them, but there's something so magical, like... I want to say they put drugs in it that makes it really addictive, but like no, no it's drug, like no an ant cookie sub. They put crack in those MFs. Yeah, I don't know what they put in those pretzels, but dear God, and I got a chai latte. Ooh, lovely. I mean, weird combo, but man, did that make me feel better at least mentally. So at least we have that. Um, <laughs> plugging the Golden Harvest Bakery in Rochester because it's. There you go. If you are around Rochester, go check that out if you haven't already. Yeah. All right. So here, let me pull up. Actually, yeah. Here, this is visible in yeah. chat. So the thing yeah, that we're the thing that we're talking about today is this tweet um, by at Parker Lawyer on Twitter, and it is a list of things that you should do or ask before you marry someone. Um, I'll read them all, and then we're gonna go by this through this point by point, and like just share thoughts. Do we think this is a good idea? What would our what are our like what responses would we want from a potential spouse, etc. So now, I'm also thinking if there are things that we would add to the list, we can do that as well. Perfect. Uh, so here's the list: before you marry someone, number one, listen to them eat a bowl of cereal. Number two. Ask them which side of the bed they sleep on. Number three, watch them brush their teeth. Number four, make sure you are temperature compatible. Number five, survive one cold and flu season at minimum. That is the list. Um, 
points made for all of them. Again, we're going to go through them individually. Yeah. So we're going to start with listen to them eat a bowl of cereal. And I so feel it's... like this is just, like, you could broaden this, yeah. frankly, to just like, make sure, like, just at some point when you're like having dinner together or like you're watching a movie and you're eating something, just take a moment and listen and be like, man, can I deal with this for like, can I listen? Is this something I'm okay listening to for the rest yeah. of my life? Yeah. Although what if I think with the mouth open. Oh yeah. So like, you know, look out for that as well, personally, but I feel like cereal in particular is like, like it's a, like I, I feel like it's a good example because it, there's both crunching, and, like, liquid What's sounds crunching? involved. Yeah. So like if you can deal with that, you can kind yeah. of deal with anything. Yeah, that was my thinking too. Where it's like you, because one of the things I think about is like soup because you know people that soup. Um, okay. I don't know if I've ever sent you these audio recordings or if I have only ever sent them to the PRND chat, but Oliver, my sweet, sweet little kitten, I have never heard a cat lick himself so loudly and wetly. It literally, like, he will be sitting across the room and it sounds like he is eating soup. Mm. Like, just... Like, the next time he's doing this, I will try to, like, record it and send it to you because I have n never. And, like, I haven't been around cats all that much, but I feel like I've been around cats enough to know that, like, this is weird. It's weird. Like, he sounds like he is eating ramen. Do you give him little soups? I do. I have I have yet to give him a little soup. I most I just certainly will, though. I'm wondering that, um... <laughs> day before yesterday I, mean, <laughs> I, was I that will 100% be a thing that happens at some point it just has not happened yet yeah it sounds unusual oh also speaking of Oliver uh, my son refuses to stop taking off his clothes not a collar fan he doesn't like the bow tie one that I bought him for Christmas but he's gonna wear it anyway because he looks like such a cute handsome little man hmm. sorry son <laughs> Anyway, back to the cereal thing. Um, yes. Yeah, I feel like that is a good test as to whether or not any of their other eating sounds are going to drive you insane. Yeah. Because yeah, it's one of those like, things that seems so little, mm -hmm. but after so many years... Here's the thing, though. That wouldn't work for me. Because I don't what? do cereal with milk. Well, oh, right, right, right. Because yeah. of my weird texture thing and also eating too slow and it gets soggy and disgusting. Um, so, like, they would, like... I don't think you would have any sort of equivalent either, though. No, I wouldn't. Is Like, I'm trying to think of one. There isn't one. They would just have to, like... Two separate things, like chips and, like, soup. Soup and crackers. Do you ever eat crackers when you're eating soup? Yes, but here's the thing. I have to fizz- like, the crackers are in a separate bowl. I take yeah. the spoon, I put the soup in the spoon, I put the- I immediately put yeah. the cracker in the spoon, and then I eat it. Because- But then there's Yeah, okay, so I guess that does work, but, um, the cereal thing would not work for me. 
Because I know you're a fan of the saltines. I love a good saltine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like broadly, I mean, I know this is meant to be about figuring out if there's something annoying, but I also think it's fun to, like, learn about their food interests because I get real excited sometimes when I've, like, dated somebody who doesn't, like, say, pickles. Because I know I'm getting every pickle from every sandwich they get for life. Yeah, you are the pickle friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's nice if you sort of, like, it's good to have things in common because you're going to have to, like, eat meals together at home and, you know, you want to make sure you like food. So. But it's also nice to have complimentary likes and dislikes sometimes. It's like if you both like the same level of spiciness for, like, chicken wings, but one of you likes the flat ones and one of you likes the round ones. There you go. Like, like how I like the rounder dino nuts, and you like the pointier ones. I do. Friendship. <laughs> T-Rexes versus Stegosauri. You know they have fucking pterodactyls in, like, some of the, like, fancy, like, organic Whole Foods brands of dino nugs now? Huh. That sounds fun. I want to eat a pterodactyl. <laughs> We're getting fancy. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, I think this is a, I think this is a good thing. And now I'm like gonna, I don't know if I've ever seen Kyle eat cereal. Now I'm really gonna have to pay attention. (laughs) That was actually originally what I was gonna send, when I was gonna send this to you, is be like, make sure you test all these on Kyle. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were gonna say, so how many of these things have you done this far? Um, Yeah, no, I guess I'll have to keep a, I'm trying... Of all the times that we have def- of we have had breakfast together, I don't think either one of us has ever had cereal. It's always been like making like eggs and bacon or pancakes or something, or like going out for breakfast. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I agree with this item on the list. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I feel like it's just like again, cereal for most people is probably the best. Like, because again, you got like hearing them like eat crunchy stuff and hearing liquid noises. Um, just, yeah. Take a second, listen. Do their chewing sounds drive you insane? If so, I mean, I'm not gonna say deal breaker, but maybe reevaluate. Yeah, yeah. Or try to figure out some sort of fix to the situation. Yeah. I don't know what that would be, but... I mean, yeah, attempt, I would say. Yeah, like, have you tried chewing differently? (laughs) That'd be an interesting conversation. Have you considered just putting all of your food in a blender? <laughs> have you, you considered have? not? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Essentially. Okay. Next one. Ask them which side of the bed they sleep on. This is... I have a side that I prefer normally, but because of the two cartilage piercings I have, I have not been able to sleep on that side of my body for, like, several months at this point. Four months, almost. So, right now, if I were to pick a side of the bed, it would be the opposite from what I normally would pick. Hmm. So I just, hmm. I'm just in an awkward position for answering this question right now, essentially. Yeah. I've, um, I've slept on the same side of my bed forever because, like, just every apartment that I've had, 
that side has ended up being the closest to the door. Yeah. You know, and so just naturally, that's the side I sleep on. And anytime I've tried to sleep on the other side, I end up migrating in the night. Interesting. And so, like, um, I had a boyfriend that I lived with for a period of time, and he liked the same side. And since I had moved in with him, mm. I had to take the other side. And it was very difficult, and it was a very dark time in my life. I can imagine. Um, I also don't know if I have a quote-unquote side. Like, I have a way that I like to sleep facing, or like a side of my body that I prefer to yeah. sleep on. But I feel, like, I feel like my bed, like, I don't have like a queen-size bed. I have, like, I have only ever had, like, a twin-size mattress when I was a kid, and now, like, a full-size mattress, which is, like not that much not all that much bigger so like i still kind of take up most of the bed it's not like there's a side that's it's not like i have ever really had a side that's empty yeah. mm -hmm. so maybe maybe the whole like actual side of the bed doesn't matter thing because frankly if i'm going to be sharing a bed with somebody like if i am like sharing a house with somebody king size bed no negotiations yeah, but, and, but, like, if you're, like, living together, too, like, you each have your nightstand that yeah. has your stuff on it. Like, I would go to bed, and my nightstand would have, like, the book that I was reading yeah. and you know, stuff like that. And so I would be able to get in bed, grab my book. He would have his book on his nightstand. We'd sit there and read, right? Adorable. Now, I don't really know if I would have a, like, again, king-size bed. This is non-negotiable. I, I need to be able to starfish. But, um... I don't know if I have an actual, like, side of the bed that I prefer. I have a direction that I prefer to sleep facing. But again, if it's a king-size bed, I, like, I don't think it really matters. Because well, you've got I space. It, yeah, I mean, I guess it wouldn't for you if you haven't, like, had a side. But if you have had a side for most of your life, it does. So I guess like, in this case, I mean, they can have whatever side they want. Yeah. At least for me. When I was uh, in grad school, I had, like, the cheapest mattress possible. As one like, does. because I decided, you know, I, I'm going to graduate school. Like, I'm, I'm a real adult. I'm moving out entirely on my own for the first time. I was, like, 22. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I must have a queen-size bed. But I was also super broke. So I went to Big Lots and got a mattress for $200 with box spray. Girl. Like, the absolute worst mattress you can Keep in mind, this is 2008. I mean, so adjust the for inflation, you know. But still a pretty terrible mattress. And it, like, any padding on it wore down pretty quickly, and I could feel the individual springs, like, on my hip and stuff, so I kept trying to... Uh, and it was only one-sided, so it's not like I could flip it over. So... I was trying to sleep on the other side of the bed that still had cushioning, and every single time I would wake up back on the the original side. Like, my body believes that this is your side. You cannot sleep on any other side. No, okay, actually, kind of interesting thing. And this kind of um, relates a little bit to point number four about the temperature compatible thing, because this has to do with my... Because this is a thing that my mom was talking about. Um we were staying in a hotel room we were like in a hotel because we were in a for the fourth of july and 
my mom decided to take the side of the bed that was closest to the air conditioner because she tends to like she like she tends to get warm while she sleeps whereas my dad does not but that's the opposite side of the bed from at home <laughs> so she like tried to sleep for several hours and then of course my dad just knocked right out because you know how white dads are but um so she like woke my dad up in the middle of the night and made him switch because she couldn't sleep because she was on the wrong side of the bed. Yep. Which just, that just made, just, that made me laugh. But, you know, he probably fell right back to sleep, so. Again, what, what is it with dad, like, white dads in particular? What about the hat? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Just the drop of the hat, they're out. And it's always, it is always in a leather recliner, and it is always looking like they just passed away. We don't have, um, my parents don't have a recliner at their house, but my stepdad likes to, like, lay his hat over his eyes to block the light. Such a dad move. Such a dad move. White dads (laughs) are a cultural monolith. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I think, so again, I think in your case, you're in a good position that you, your body hasn't been conditioned to sleep on a certain side of the bed. Yeah. Because then you don't have to worry, because then if somebody has a preferred side, you're like, yeah, okay, whatever, I don't care, I'll take the other one, you know? Whereas me, if I go on a first date, and I'm like, what side of the bed do you sleep on? And he says the same one, I'll be like, oh, it's nice meeting you. I think that's how you should start dates from now on, frankly. Or the, I would go with the, have you considered not? Yeah, have you considered not? And then if he said, no, I would not consider, okay, never mind. Nice I love it. I love it. Oh well. I swear I had some follow-up point that I was gonna make and then it just gone. Scheiße. Yeah. Huh? I said scheiße. Oh. Yeah, it seems like such a little thing, but I feel like it does matter. Yeah. Oh, it was a thing about the again, king size mattress, non-negotiable. I am all for the like every little cuddle session before you go to bed opposite sides do not touch me while i am sleeping Ugh, percent i hate being touched when i sleep i cannot sleep do not touch me if i am making human contact it is impossible for me to sleep i think it's like i'm just not a good sleeper in general yeah you know, it doesn't much to keep me awake and so i think even like someone's slightly touching me i'm worried about like oh if i move am i gonna disturb them and then i feel like all anxious yeah, no, that, like, can have a nice little session beforehand, Opposite yep. si- then opposite sides of the bed. Yep. That's why. That's why it needs to be a gigantic mattress, non-negotiable. Mm-hmm, yeah. Queen size, so it doesn't feel big enough. Right? Oh, and actually, here's another thing. Yeah, ask them what side of the bed they sleep on. Mattress firmness. I was thinking about that, too. Talk about that. Because, yes, I know there are solutions. You have your fancy sleep number bed type things. But if you don't have to do that, don't, because it's expensive. So, you know, talk about that. Yeah. But then again, that's one of those things, like, what are you going to do? you got to compromise on it. Mm. Like, you want pillow top and they want firm, you're going to have to compromise on the plush. I mean, again, that's why the fancy, like, double, like, split-down-the-middle-ass mattresses exist. 
but it'd be nice if you could avoid having to spend that kind of money. Oh yeah, they're like thousands of dollars. Actually, um, where are you? What 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 is your preference? I'm not, I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm a plush person. I like, I like a, a little cushion, but not too cushiony. I like a nice memory foam. Mmm. Well, I mean, you can have like mine has memory foam as part of it. Actually, I don't remember what the makeup of my mattress is. It's got like layers. I don't remember. Comfy. Not I, cool. I don't know what the fuck is my mattress. It's not a pillow top. I can tell you that. But also, like some people, I don't understand the way people like when you like flop down onto a mattress and like your whole bot, like just the full body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> disappointing. Like I can't. Mm. How do people do it? Is my question. Yeah. Well, then maybe you have a plush like I do, because that's the very po- very possible. Yeah. Um, yeah, firm is too much, and then pillow top is like, it's nice for a couple of minutes to sink into it, but to sleep on that every night, no. Yeah. Very Goldilocks. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I I do feel that, and also just again, like how many like how many blankets? Although there is, um, you can avoid this. I've heard this as a life pro tip: is that you just each get a blanket. So there's no blanket stealing. You can have as many or as few as you want. So pro tip out there to anyone who may be dealing with a serial blanket stealer in the form of their partner. There you go. Stealer is awesome. Sleep on top of your duvet with a blanket. (laughs) Yeah, you know, or you could do that. (laughs) Um, At least the one nice thing is you can have whatever pillow you want. Yeah. Oh, Kyle makes fun of me for my pillow. <laughs> You've seen my pillow. It's the weird cube. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, um, very right angled. It's a very angle. I mean, it's, it's memory foam. It is literally just a brick of memory foam. I love it so much because I am a side sleeper. So it like feels, cause your shoulders kind of square here. Oh, I love it. I love my pillow cube so much. And Kyle makes fun of me because he has fucked up sinuses so he has to like sleep at a 45 degree angle so he's like this and i'm just flat yep that's me too mine's like a nice like side sleeper memory foam but it has a layer of cooling gel on top oh nice and if i sleep on anything else like it just ruins i can't it's, it's awful it ruins my night no i have like i have to take my pillow with me when I go on vacation, like, not an option otherwise. And frankly, if I were to travel internationally again, because I have the long one, because I'd be turning like a rotisserie chicken while I sleep, but if I were to be traveling internationally again, I would I would get the straight-up cube and just take that with me, because, I, like, I can't go back. Yeah, that sort of funny thing is, like, years ago my parents had bought me this latex pillow, which is a springy delight but they had gotten like the extra long one and so i got used to sleeping on that and so when i bought new pillows a few years ago i tried to just get the standard pillow like you're supposed to and nope my head just kept rolling right off that sucker i was like well i'm returning these and getting the king size there you go so my pillows are giant they barely fit on my bed but that's okay i absolutely love that for you moving right along to point number three watch them brush their teeth I don't, 
I don't know if I get this one. Like, why? Yeah, this was the one that I was least clear on. Like, why watch? As long as they're doing it. Yeah. I mean, to, to maybe see if they're doing it thoroughly? I mean, maybe. Here's the thing. It bothers me when people, like, brush- when people brush their teeth and they, like, let toothpaste, like, drip down their face. I hate what? that. I know people what? do it. It baffles me. But, I mean, again, at least you're brushing your teeth. Yeah. Or maybe to make sure they brush their tongue? I have one of those tongue scraper things. It's great. It's so disgusting. But in such a satisfying way. There are so many things that are just, like, disgusting about being a human person that are also so satisfying. When you, like, anytime you dig something, like, out of your face, like, blackheads or whatever, and then you just kind of stare at it, like, wow. Like, that is no longer in my skin. I am free of this. Or, like, when your skin's peeling from a sunburn. Yes! Again, I have asked you this before. I have made several jokes about this. Am I just gross? Very possible. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's fine. You know what? Okay, I'll take that. That's fair. That is a very fair assessment of me as a person. <laughs> yeah, I just- I didn't really get this one. Yeah, I- I'm a, I am a tad confused. I'm not and gonna I, lie. Yeah, I mean, that was the only thing I could think, was to make sure that they are, in fact, brushing their teeth. And to make sure that they're doing it, like, thoroughly. Like, you're supposed to brush for two minutes. Oh, yeah. And... Having had braces as a child, the, 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 like, two minutes plus, so thoroughly ingrained in my noggin. Mm-hmm. But what if, what if he, like, puts a tiny bit of toothbrush on his tooth, toothpaste on his toothbrush, <laughs> and, like, for, like, 30 seconds, just, like, really quickly, and then spits it up and walks away I don't know that you got it, buddy. Then we're gonna have to have a talk, TM. Yeah. So that's the only thing I could think of, is, like, you know, their oral hygiene affects you. Oh, yeah, 100%. I would agree. I'm not sure they have good oral hygiene, especially if you're gonna marry them, like, you know, in the, the tweet says. Because, like, if they're gonna be losing your teeth, you're gonna have to pay mm. for all the dental work, so there's that aspect, too. Yeah. Because that stuff's expensive. Oh, I was thinking even more of just, I mean, if you're married most of the time, I would assume that your mouth touches theirs. Oh, yeah, I know that was the primary, but I'm saying as okay, a secondary. Okay, yeah, sweet, there we go. Because <laughs> the, that was my the, primary as well. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, I just assumed that one without saying. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, moving on to point number four, make sure you are temperature compatible. This one is kind of interesting because I think there are several workarounds. Also, what did they mean by temperature compatible? Because I could interpret that in a couple of different ways. Well, I can only think of one. Please tell me you're several. Well, no. Two. That there is the, what I think is the likely um, intended meaning, which is that, like, you like roughly the same temperature. Yeah, okay, right? so that's like what I was assuming. Yeah, so, like, you know, you agree on a setting for the air conditioner in the summer kind of thing. But I can also see there being that, that complementary aspect as well, like we talked about with the food items, mm -hmm. where um, 
if you're somebody that runs hot and they run cold, well, hey, if you're too hot, you take off a layer, they got a layer. You, you were a go. layer fairy. That is pretty good. Because here's my thing. Like, this isn't particularly, like, it's not like an argument with Kyle and I, but he, like, he likes to keep the heat a little higher in his apartment because he's like, I am here. I'm in, like, I don't want to be cold when I am at my house. I'm like, all right, fair enough. I keep it a little lower because I love layering and sitting around in blankets with my hot beverage. Like, mm-hmm. that's just how I am. I am, yeah. and also, you know, money. That too, yeah. Not that that's even that big of a deal, but I am very much a person of, like, if you're cold, put on another layer first and then we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if um, if your home is warm enough in the winter that you don't need long sleeves, I think that's a bit excessive. That is extremely excessive, in my opinion. No. Winter, you need to be wearing sweaters and pants. But I think people tend to keep their um their air conditioning up too high in the summer too oh 100 i hate in the summer when i like this would happen to me all the time in geneseo because um some of the buildings are air conditioned some of the academic buildings are not which is a whole thing in and of itself but i had so many classes in oh what's the what's the what's the building it's attached to the newton is it no attached to the science center that it would be Newton. Correct. Okay. Yes. So I was right. So I had so many classes in Newton where I would like walk up the hill in the morning when it was still like either like the beginning of fall semester or the end of spring semester. So it was like either summer was ending or summer was on its way. And I would be like dying going up the hill to Newton and then I would get in there and like have 20 minutes of being like ah nice air conditioning because i had just like sweated my way up the hill and then it would be freezing for my entire class it's awful i hated it so much yeah there's there's only two temperatures in buildings at geneseo too hot and too cold yep that's it and on again i prefer the too cold because at least i can put my jacket back on yeah like, yeah people uh take issue with the fact that like in the summer i keep the thermostat on like 74 because i get cold so easily (laughs) even then i'm still put on long sleeves yeah like i i hate the cranked up air conditioning because then everything gets so dry yeah i just don't like it yeah i i'd much prefer to have the windows open i only uh turn on the air if i have to yeah same like and again i absolutely like i I, there's like that there's some like somebody made a meme or a, made it into Jesus Christ excuse me huh. made it like made this into a meme or like made it or it was a meme that got made into a t-shirt it was like I hate sweating I long for the cool embrace of autumn or whatever and like that is me but again it's just hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I hate. And there's something about when you like in summer in particular, because you're out, you're wearing your shorts, you're wearing your short sleeves, you're wearing your tank tops in some cases, and then you go into a, and like and then you like go into a building that has the air conditioning just crank the fuck up and you're like, so mm-hmm. guess I'll just die. I hate it. Yeah, they never seem to be set at a reasonable temperature. I don't know who chooses these things. No, I like I wish I understood. I know who does it. It's men. I was I was gonna say, I was gonna say that it was men. <laughs> There's actual research that women like when they do surveys, women tend to prefer warmer temperatures than men. Oh yeah, but it's men who typically set the thermostat. Annoying. So, yeah. Annoying. Yeah, so I mean, in terms of compatibility, I assume it means like making sure you're relatively close in body temperature, but I feel like that's that's pretty much impossible because I don't know that I have ever been in a relationship where we liked the same temperature, and I don't think I've ever known a couple that liked the same temperature. But again, there's so many workarounds. Like, one of you, yeah. like, if one of you is the layering person, like, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather be cold than hot, so. Yeah. I, I would say, fine, if you run hot, I'll accept the, the air being colder, and I'll just put on more layers. Yeah. Fine by me. Yeah. Alright. Point number five. Survive one cold and flu season at minimum. Yes. Especially if you are a person who is interested in dating men. Because holy shit, they're babies. I'm trying so hard not to say things that sound very sexist or men. Here's the... But man flu is real. No, it's so real. Like, they act like they're dying. Mm-hmm. And I just... Yeah. I don't think I've ever met a single person who identifies as male who was not an absolute baby when it comes to being sick. Oh my god. It's either that or they, like, will not acknowledge and, like, will be actively dying. Like, they are never, I've never met a man who's reasonable about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's something I think about a lot where, like, I remember 
guys that I've dated, like, very dramatically. Like, I remember one guy who just laid down in the middle of the living room floor, just like, I'm dying. I'm like, you have a cold. <laughs> you know, I've had full-on pneumonia, kept doing yeah, everything. If you were concussion right now, yeah. I'm just pretending. It's fine. No. You know? Oh, my God. And I, I mean, I think there's... I mean, I don't know to what extent there's a biological component, you know, because people always say that thing about women having a higher pain threshold because, you know, the giving birth and whatever. I don't know if that's actually true. I mean, it's possible. Possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think there's also, like, that we're sort of socialized. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. To just, like, you got a soldier on. Yeah. No. 100%. So I would say this is extremely good advice, because um, if you have... If uh, you find yourself in a relationship with a partner who's going to act like they're dying and expect to be waited on versus when you've got a cold and they're like, eh, suck it up. Yeah. That is not going to fly. Yeah, I think that this you that one right is, now. I think that this one is something that could really be a deal breaker. Oh, 100%. Like, if I get sick and the person I'm dating is like, oh, you know what? Let me know when you're better because I don't want to get sick. Or, like, doesn't do anything helpful. Yeah, no, get fucked. Yeah, I'm like, that says a lot about you, and I am not doing this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I have been in that situation before, where, like, I was horribly sick, and they did nothing for me. They were just like, oh, you just, um, you just be in bed, I'm gonna go do things. I'm like, um, alright. And then when they were sick, you know, I'm bringing them soup in bed, and... Oh, I would have gotten violent. <laughs> I would get violent. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that that... And, you know, he was one of those, like, man flu types as well. He was just like, I'm dying because he got this nervous. You know? And so... Yeah, I feel like that that was... That should have told me right then. It 100%... <laughs> actually, you just remind me of the literal most random thing that... Like, I thought about one time when I was just thinking about what we do in the shadows because that's what I do when I'm bored. I so badly want them to kind of just, like, write in some sort of, like, do sex machina, whatever, where it's like, oh, under these specific circumstances, like, yeah, vampires can get sick or whatever, because man flu Nandor would be the funniest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. Aww. And I also just think it would be so funny if it's, like, I... I came up with this, it was like, man flu, I'm dying, Nandor, versus, like, get out of my way, I'm fine, Naja and Laszlo having to, like, try and wrangle them both. Like, my darling, please, if you just lie down for a second, Nandor, you are not dying, get up! I just think that would be really funny, and I would like to see that, but I'm probably not going to, so I'm gonna have to write it myself, but we'll get there. Once I get through my other 8,000 fucking drafts. Anyway. Um, yeah. Survive one cold and flu season at minimum. Sound advice. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's the most important one on the list. Honestly, yeah. I would say so. Yeah, we're doing good on time. Uh, would we add anything to this list? Go on a trip together. Yes. Travel together live together first holy shit yeah like 
you you even if and like I personally don't agree with the like I don't agree with the whole no sex before marriage thing just personally but even if even if that's you even if that's a personal choice that you're making live together oh my god at least know if you can share a bathroom yeah <laughs> like yeah even yeah. even if you're saving some stuff for marriage know if you can share a bedroom yeah i mean the uh, there's a lot of things like habits and things like that that you don't mm -hmm. know about until you live with somebody yep yeah no you know, i like you that i think that's one of the most important things you should absolutely live with somebody before you marry them yeah <laughs> i just i could not imagine <laughs> i but like again the fact that people used to do that yeah insane yeah no it's um it's a little bit bizarre to just go from oh you seem nice because we've been to restaurants together to let's live in a home together for the rest of our lives the fa again like the fact that anything worked out for people in the past is just miraculous to me mm -hmm. insane yeah. But yeah, no, live together. And like, I haven't even like ever lived with a partner and I am like, I am like, I know, I know that that is something that I would have to do like for myself, be like, okay, we need to see if we can do this first. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, you gotta learn to, to compromise on things because like stuff you wouldn't think about, like doing laundry. Yeah. You know, um, I once had a guy complain that I didn't fold his shirts the way he liked. <laughs> Oh, I would have swept his kneecaps right then and there. It's like, really? This is the stuff you're gonna- I did your laundry for you, and you're gonna nitpick the way I folded? Oh, uh, again, I would get violent. Yeah. This may be the same person from before that you would get violent with. So. <laughs> you know, just please, please keep roasting this man. I'm having a great time. I don't think he'd ever see this. It's fine. It's absolute. I mean, let let him feel shame. <laughs> he should, in my personal opinion. Yeah, if, I mean, there's there's all kinds of little things like that. And so, what if you commit? You know, you sign a document, you have a wedding, and then you find all these things out, and you're like, I can't spend the rest of my life like this. I got decades of this ahead of me. No. Yeah. No, I would go insane. You gotta figure- you gotta find those out in advance, man. Oh, 100%. You, gotta, you can't go into it without all the info. Although, I think I have met Kyle's grandparents, and they are one of the funniest examples of, like, opposites working well together. Because mm -hmm. they're both- like, you know, they're both retired. But my mom was like- I was talking about how, like, I went over there for dinner once, and she was like, Oh, so they're retired, so, like, what do they do all day? I was like, um, well, she talks, and he listens. And it's kind of adorable. <laughs> Like, I kind of love it. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, oh, where did I hear that, that guy say this? There's some guy at one point who said something like, um, I have a problem with public speaking, but my wife has a problem with public shutting up. <laughs> no. I was at an event when someone said that. No, I know what you're talking about, too. It's not gonna come to me though, because I yeah. feel like if I feel like it was 
mentioned even more in passing to me than it was to you. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, yeah, live together. Yeah, and I think the trip thing is important, like, traveling together, because, like, I feel like that's where people's ugly side comes out. Oh, 100%. I am a bitch. <laughs> like... No! You know this. <laughs> We've technically traveled together, even though it was an hour away. <laughs> For a second, I'm like, where did we go? Oh, I guess technically, yeah. We did technically go to Buffalo that one time. Yeah. But yeah, um, I am a bitch. <laughs> I don't see how. Okay, you know how I'm just, like, an insane neurotic person who needs things done specific ways? That. But I don't- I didn't notice you doing those sorts of things. Interesting. Hmm. I'll have to think on it. Maybe I'm just forgetting things. Maybe our weird neuroses are just oddly compatible. Well, yeah, because you're, like, really specific, and I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that. Yeah, whatever, as long as it works. Yeah, like, oh, this drives Kyle, like, I have a, like, when I, I drive Kyle insane, love him. Um, but when I, like, unmake my bed to get into it, there's, like, a specific order and place where I stack each of my pillows, like, off to the side. <laughs> And, like, he thinks it's so ridiculous. And, like, here's the thing. Is it ridiculous? Yes, absolutely. Am I going to continue doing it and require it to be done that way? Yes. Things like that, though, because it's, like, it's your bed, they're your pillows, you have a routine, and it's hard to, like, give up a routine. Yeah. But, like, so, I, mean... I- and, like, I'm kind of the same when I travel. Like, if- like, I- you know, don't necessarily have the same, like, specific order of things, but if someone, like, if we're in a hotel room, and somebody, like, just chucks the pillows off to the side, and I'm like, no, 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 we, we stack them. Like, little things like that, that make me absolutely insufferable. Yeah, I actually used to care a lot more about that stuff, um, and then as I've gotten older and I've had more and more house guests over time, I've learned to let things go, because I used to get so stressed out when I would have guests, because I wanted things in a certain way. I like to think that I um, am a delightful house guest because I keep things very just so, but I'm sure that I drive people nuts. And frankly, well, you can tell me. You, I mean, you didn't come here until I was well past my being, like, obsessive about things. Okay, so that's fun. Past it, yeah. But, like, but, like, for example, one that still exists is I don't let people do my dishes. Yeah... Nobody. Nobody's allowed. I and enjoyed when you finally came over to my apartment and understood the awkward, like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes my mom will, will, like, wash a dish even though she knows I don't want her to, and I won't rewash it. I don't know why. It's not like I don't think it's clean. I just... I just no, have that's... to. <sighs> I'm trying to think of if I have a thing like that where I, like, will not let other people touch it. And I'm sure I do. Just nothing's coming to mind. But the the odd thing is, my brother Doug was the exact same way. He wouldn't let anyone touch his dishes. You told either. me about that. 
Yeah, which is like, there has to be a reasoning for it if two people in the same family have this oddly specific thing that we never talked about. I can't, oh, this is like a travel-specific thing. I could not let somebody, like, pack for me. Like, if someone... No, but no, like, but if, like, if somebody was like, oh, like, you know, your clothes are in a pile here, let me, like, put them back in your bag for you, I have to do it myself. Everything has to have its little place. Yeah, well, and you gotta know where things are. Yeah. I don't know if I have anything like the dishes thing, though. Packing cubes are life-changing. I have yet to get any of those, but they sound lovely. So nice. Mm -hmm. I just reach in like, where's my pajama cube? Oh, that is so nice. <gasps> cube with pajamas. Oh, I should do that. Where's my little tube that has like my underwears in it? There it is. Not like the little skinny ones. That's why I call it a tube. <laughs> little skinny fellers. Underoos. Yes. <laughs> I've always, for some reason, no, it's from fun. the first like time it. I heard that word, I thought it was hilarious, and I'm like, well, that's the word I'm using from now on. No, that's fun. Uh, I am a big fan. Yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, I don't think I have anything like the dishes thing, or at least nothing that comes to mind immediately. Or that, like, happens enough in, like, maybe I have stuff like that, but it's like, the way I, like, permanently organize things, like, for example, on a shelf, and, like, that only happens, like, once. Like, yeah. once it's there, it's there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's anything that happens, like, every day. No. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like, I think the reason a lot of that comes out in travel, like, the 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 ugliness is the, I feel like the best way to put it is because like there's so much pressure oh yeah absolutely like, like if you're flying you have like deadlines to meet and like one person is always not going fast enough for the other person's liking and then you're like trying to rush that person and then they feel rushed and they snap no and here's the thing and like this is not a good trait I know this about myself in situations like that I can turn into a snippy bitch like I know mm. it I try yeah. not to do it but it is definitely possible. I have definitely done it. I'm usually the one running late, and I get real annoyed if people keep reminding me of that. And yeah. That's, yeah that's no, I I get I can get incredibly incredibly pushy. Is this one of my toxic traits? One hundred percent. I'm aware of it. I am attempting to work on it. But at least when it comes to flights, I get to the airport, like, way earlier than I need to because I am so paranoid. So that's at least yeah, nothing. Yeah, I want to feel safe. Also, like, being- I'm not gonna lie, being at the airport early is fun. Yeah. Hey, I usually bring my knitting, and I sit and hang out and knit. We- when we were in JFK, waiting for our flight to Moscow, oh my god, we had a blast. We, like, went and, like, got the, like, awkward, like, 2pm airport beer. It was wonderful. Mm, delightful yeah, there's, there's something about the ambiance of an airport no airports are like the i don't know if they're quite they are a sort of liminal space but they have like the best vibe of that a liminal space can possibly have yeah yeah i love airports yeah. I, don't think, I don't think it's a vibe you can get anywhere else i love i love airports it's so fun just like well, an airport. but like you got nowhere to be like, until your flight. Yeah. So you can kind of, like, it's it's just vibes, man. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's great if you're in a nice airport. Yeah. Too. If you're in a crappy airport, that can feel like an eternity. This is true. Okay, so, but, like, the vibe of being in, like, a nice airport, immaculate. Like, oh mm-hmm. my god. So much fun. Like, that is actually, like, one of my, like, that is genuinely such a fun part of traveling. I love it so much. Again, we had a blast just, like, chilling and, like, hanging out for, like, three hours before our flight. It was amazing. It was great. Ten out of ten. Yeah, even if you're road tripping, I feel like there's a lot of that as well. Yeah. Of, like, even if you don't have a specific schedule to keep. I feel like there's always one person who, like, doesn't want to make stops or doesn't want to stop for very long if they do. And then there's somebody who's like, oh, no, let's enjoy the scenery. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle and I I really want to do a road trip to, um, um, to Washington where they filmed Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a long one. Yeah. So we might be finding out at some point. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's a good, it's a good litmus test. Isn't it? But yeah. I don't know if there's anything else I would add after, like, living together and traveling together, though. Yeah. I feel like there's gotta be things that I'm just not coming up with. I feel like there has to be some, like, really small thing that, like, could eventually potentially drive somebody crazy. Yeah, I mean, I keep thinking more, like, big things, like taking them to a family reunion and seeing how they interact, you know, and how your family likes them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to, hmm. Because I feel like they could pick up on vibes that you don't. Very, yeah, no, very possible. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think about the most annoying traits <laughs> people have dated. No, I mean... <laughs> Like, what could you do to find out about And here's the thing, I'm thinking about most annoying traits in the single person I've dated, and they're all things where it's like, I don't know, like, how you would, like, quote-unquote test for this. Because, like, one of the things that wound up just, like, looking back, I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, he was just such a neutral person. There was just so very little enthusiasm for things almost ever and like how do you like test for that you know i mean yeah i suppose there's not necessarily a test but it's like noticing a pattern yeah well but would you say he like didn't have anything like hobbies that he was passionate about i mean he did but they were all just like There wasn't, like, any, like, I mean, there was all these, like, calculated, organized hobbies, which, like, nothing wrong with that, but, like, there was, like, nothing, like, I never saw him ever get, like, jump up and down excited about literally anything, and I'm like, how do you live like this? That's true for a lot of people, though, which is not a good thing, but, um... But yeah, I mean, that's something that I look for as well, because I get ridiculously... No, I am such an... I'm a ridiculously enthusiastic person, to the point where, like, I have had people not... And, like, um, hashtag my trauma, but, like, I have had people not be able to continue being friends with me because they just couldn't match that, like, they just couldn't match that energy. 
And, like, okay, yeah, if you're, like, a very low-affect person, you, I mean, that's not necessarily something you can help. But, yeah. like, I c- could not, like, I can't spend the rest of my life with someone who's n- never gonna meet me on that level about anything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I've noticed that in, like, a lot of the people, if not most of the people that I've dated. I mean, it sounds like I, I've dated so many people, but, like, you know, I am in my thirties. <laughs> yeah, no, but, that'll do it. Yeah, like, I think with, um, I just entirely lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Uh, matching enthusiasm, or... Right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, th- I think with that... Oh my god, my brain just did it again. Baby girl. Yeah, the worst. Like, it's hard to get my brain... Matching enthusiasm. Match- it, like, it won't stay on task. That's rough, Bessie. That is real rough. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought I was playing it off pretty well up to this point. I mean, oh, you have been. Um, that... Like, I get excited about the tiniest things, mm-hmm. like, every single day. Like, you've seen me in grocery stores. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I've seen you in grocery stores many a time. It's great. <laughs> I get excited, like, every other thing. What's that? Oh, what's, oh, what's no, that? No, and you, like, you know? you know how I get about shows and, like, like you know how I get about fandom. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about the same things, but, like, again... I just, I don't think I'm particularly compatible with somebody who's extremely, like, low affect about just any and everything. We don't have to go insane over the same things. Would be nice, but, like, might be nice, but, like, I can't have just, like, someone who's just, like, yeah, okay, about, like, everything in their life. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like sometimes it's important to have some enthusiasm about the same things like for example oh yeah 100 if if i were dating somebody right now and i showed them my banana duck and they did not immediately think that was hilarious and awesome oh my god like, wait you have but you have non-broken banana duck now i have not witnessed this yeah he's downstairs amazing i expect pictures it, yeah he's just he's just hanging out i haven't figured out where to put him yet oh my god i love it yeah no i've only ever seen pictures of the broken banana duck big sad yeah, the uh, the banana duck, uh, because I bought them on Amazon, I was on Amazon a couple days ago, and it recommended to me on the front page a stuffed banana duck. And they had it in four sizes, and the biggest size was three feet. Imagine a three-foot-tall Kyle and I recently realized that there is a, I think it is like officially licensed by the Pokemon Company, but it is a gigantic plush figure of the, I'm like blanking on my Pokemon knowledge here because I, I think technically a legendary Pokemon, but the legend, but the Pokemon Lucario. And we did the math and realized that it is taller than him. It is a giant Pokemon plush. That's fun. It's massive. I love it so much. I also love, and again, this is going to mean nothing to you because I know you don't really know Pokemon, but, well, actually, no. Do you know the Pokemon Snorlax? Your initial assumption was correct. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, it's basically like a giant, like it's a gigantic, gigantic cat. 
sort of Pokemon cat bear type thing, but there's like a giant, like, uh, Snorlax plush that's like a bed. Oh. Because it's a Pokemon that's known for just like laying around and sleeping all the time and being giant and huggable. Sounds very cozy. But yeah, there's like a giant Snorlax plushie that's like literally a bed. It's amazing. I love it so much. And I would totally get that even though Snorlax is far from my favorite Pokemon. There's lawn inflatables. Yes. There's somebody in my neighborhood that has... I don't know if it's technically one or there two that are really close together, but it's like a Santa and a reindeer. Two stories tall. It's this. It's taller than their house, actually. Fucking hell, man. I am impressed. And all I could think was, I would like them to deflate those slightly, and I would like to do a running jump into it, and then just... It'd be like those, um, like those pillow things that people, like, it's, they're usually, like, at, like, a lake, and it's, like, a oh, pillow, right, right, right. and someone sits on it, and then you have someone jump on the other end and <laughs> launch them into the water. That looks fun. Yeah. I've always wanted to try one of those things, yeah. but I don't have any friends that have, like, a lake house or anything. Okay, it's like, I think you're gonna finish that sentence. No! <laughs> at the very least, I have friend. I'm looking right at her. It's not like you were done with the sentence, and I was like... <laughs> no! No, I, I do actually have friends, which is great. I love it. Um... Oh, also, just random thought I've been having recently. I do not understand how anyone can ever be like, oh, I'm sorry, I would, like, be, like, mean to their friends, like, when they're drinking or whatever. Like, as soon as alcohol hits my bloodstream, I'm just like, man, I suffer from I love my friends disease. That actually would maybe be a good thing to add to the list. Like, see oh, the person. Oh, yeah. No, you, that is, that is very good. Like, are they a mean drunk? Because if that's the case... No, screw that. Absolutely yeah. not. Like, again, I don't understand how anyone could ever, like, get drunk and then just be mean. Like, again, as soon as any alcohol hits my system, I'm just like, I love my friends. I know. <laughs> but I feel like... Like... People, people that are like that would be like, oh, I didn't mean it. It's like, but it was clearly in you. Yeah. And the alcohol just lowered your inhibition. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely none of that. So, I don't know, like, I don't think I've ever had mean thoughts about my friends that would, you know, come out. No. Nope. Like that. I just... Nope. Um, But as as is known, when I drink, I tend to overcompensate to try to convince people I'm not drunk by acting. Like, I don't know what the proper adjective would be. Pseudo-intellectual. yeah it's really funny yeah so it's (laughs) because then you because you do that and then you also start swearing way more than you normally do so true it's really funny someday um i don't know someday we'll do shots of something on stream and you can see what we're like that'll be funny um i was suggest because we recorded our last episode on a friday and i was going to suggest we make it a four loco friday but <sighs> i'm not supposed to be drinking with my head oh, injury oh yeah damn it okay well you know what someday 
yeah. someday you will see us on a four loco friday <laughs> it was i was my stepdad was in town last night and uh i said something about like when i hit my head that i was like man the the sound travels really well between like units in the basement so i hope my neighbors weren't downstairs to hear the very long extended profanity that came out of my mouth <laughs> because i basically did like the loudest most aggressive like f-bomb in the world i um, mean that's a perfectly valid response my father accidentally taught me the uh, the f-word when i was like six because he hit his thumb with a hammer while he was working in my grammy's garage which like super valid reason yeah yeah but i so i, I told him that and he, he he just like gave me a and then laughed he's like what did you say like golly gee like oh that's adorable you think i don't swear <laughs> No, I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe this is a, like, younger sibling thing. My sister, like, just, like, no filter even, like, in front of my mom. And I'm like, like, it's it's hilarious to watch, but, like, I would be afraid. I'm the youngest in my family. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's just her, but I'm just like, girl, you are braver than I. Yeah. I mean, just in the last few years, I occasionally slip in a swear word. I started with, like, the lower level, like, damn kind of swear word, yeah. and then I moved up to bitch. And then just last, uh, week, like, week and a half ago, Thanksgiving week, I said shitty in front of my mom, and she didn't bat an eye. Well, there you go. That's something. My mother... I my brother talk that loud to her. <laughs> my mother has started dropping the occasional F-bomb in recent years, and it's really funny. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know that I've ever heard my mom say the F-word. Not that I can think of, but when she gets drunk sometimes, she's said, like, shit here and there, stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why when he said that, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. And like, do you honestly think, that just because funny. I don't swear in front of you, that yeah, I don't no, that's swear? Fun. That's funny. You know? And I was like, I don't care how old I get, it just feels inappropriate to swear in front of my mommy. <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of feel that. Like, just thought that was so adorable that he honestly, you know. Sometimes I'm like, do you not know? Like, half the time with parents, I'm like, do you not know? Or do you just, like, do you just not want to know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like he is, um, in a lot of ways, like a child that has trouble with object permanence. Like, that you forget something exists when you're not observing it. Mm-hmm. And so, because he's not observing me, it's like I'm not doing the things that I'm doing when he's not observing me, and I am only the person I am when he sees me. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, yeah, I feel that. Always fun. Oh, that's cute. That's nice. That's, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was correct in my estimation that one talking point would take it would would last us through the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah Look at me go. Hour, I believe, yeah. See, I promised a return to top form last episode, and I frankly I'd like to say that we delivered. Yeah. I think so. I'll watch it back later to to find out. <laughs> I have to watch it back anyway because I'm the one who has to edit it. That's always fun. But it's also made me a lot more comfortable with um, hearing the sound of my voice um, in a recording, which is kind of cool. 
Because there was a time when that made me want to set myself on fire. I do occasionally. Like, I usually watch the first few minutes or so just to kind of... I don't know. Have you gotten Actually, have you gotten used to it yet or no? Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, like, so I, I've been used to it because I've had to do, like, videos for classes and stuff for years. Oh, yeah. And I also, um, you know, was the music director of my radio station in college, so I was oh, you know, doing radio. Yeah. Oh. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. But yeah, no, this has definitely gotten me used to hearing and seeing myself recorded because i used to despise it and now i'm kind of like all right yeah that's a me mario mario uh, now i'm thinking about the stupid mario movie and i don't need to go down that road a new one yeah it hasn't come out yet has it no it hasn't i'm just really salty about the way that we are um screwing over actual voice actors mm, yeah but if i start talking about that i won't stop and this episode has already gone on for an hour yeah, yeah. so we are gonna call it yeah instead just remember that there's a jeff the talking mongoose movie coming out and that'll make you feel better with simon pegg in it <sighs> see cannot wait cannot every time wait. i think about it i get so happy Again, this is why uh, we get, we need to get Henry on the podcast so we can talk about this. We need Hong to. Kong. Hong Kong. We need to. We're going to do it. That's 2023. It's coming. I'm manifesting this for us. We are going to get Henry Zabrowski on this podcast. It's going to be amazing. All right. Yeah. Manifesting. Okay. I think we did good. <laughs> All right. Um, as always, uh, thank you, friends, for fighting with us. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we'll be back again next week. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.